0: Dude, she's totally into you! That's the wrong answer. I'm Vi. And I'm Tay. And this is All the Wrong Answers. All right, so today on All the Wrong Answers, we have a case with some pretty heavy trigger warnings. Um, This case is pretty close to my hometown. I grew up in Rancho Cordova, um, California. I was probably about five or six years old when this case really uh, hit home with a lot of parents, a lot of families. We're going to talk today about Courtney Hannah sconce She was born in Texas on February 11th, 1988. She had brown hair brown eyes big beautiful brown eyes her parents were sydney and mark sconce and they all lived in rancho cordova she went to mitchell middle school which was right down the street from where they lived i was going to keep their addresses confidential because i don't know if they still live there and whoever does live there now they don't need that brought with that makes sense yeah yeah Um, So, many people described Courtney as a sweet, lively girl. Um, She was kind of this bright-eyed tomboy. There was um, a quote that stated that she was always skateboarding, playing ball with the guys, uh, running down leafy avenue with her ponytail flying in the air. (laughs) Her favorite color was blue and yellow. Um, And... I fairly remember Courtney. Like I said, I was really young, um, but we lived in the same neighborhood as many people did in, in this town. It's not a big town, but it's not a small town either. Um, on November 8th, uh, 2000, a 12-year-old girl, Courtney Sconce, disappeared. She was last seen on the corner of Glenhaven and Cordova Lane. And for those who know, Cordova Lane is a pretty long stretch, but it goes right past the elementary school. Okay, so it's kind of like... Like, I would say it's kind of like the... It's like, so the elementary school's on a corner, and it's kind of like our street. It's like that long stretch to the school. Yeah. Okay. Um, And... She got out of school around 3 p.m., 3.30. That's when they last seen her, um, according to sources. She was walking home from school when she disappeared. I just want to state, for those who went to Mitchell Middle School as a youth, you remember Wednesdays. We got out super early on Wednesdays. We got out at, like, 1 o'clock because it was our half days. Um, Locals in the area said that they had seen her alive walking to the convenience store at the end of Cordova Lane. A formal, former delivery driver that had worked there stated that he had saw her walking to the convenience store at this time. Just before nightfall, something tragic had happened. Her body was found at the bank of Feather River near Nicholas in Sutter County. And Feather River is, like, a 73-mile-long river that runs into the American River. Uh, For many of you in the area, you kind of know how big that river is. Um, What surprises me is how quickly they found her. Yeah, actually, they, within two hours of her missing, they found her body. Damn, that's crazy. Because you know, like, from real-life cases and criminal minds cases and all of that, the 24 hours are like the most important time. So it's crazy that it was just quick. Quick. It was quick. And it's very heartbreaking on how quick this was because I feel family wants to have hope and should have hope that at least law enforcement will figure out, okay, here's the timeline. Here's what we need to really be focusing on. But before she even really went missing, she was already gone from this world. I'm not going to get into too many details of her autopsy out of respect for a 12-year-old girl. I I don't think it's necessary um, to go over that. But after the autopsy, it had been discovered that Courtney had been raped, beaten, and ultimately, she had been strangled by her attacker. Damn. When the lifeless body of a young girl was found on the shore, police hoped that they were going to kind of follow the trail, figure out if there was any other clues and evidence on that on that bank and trail. And luckily for police officers, there was some hardcore evidence. Um, there was discards of clothing that were hers that ultimately led them to the killer. Do you know if, like, they... Because I know with a lot of early 2000s, early, earlier cases, there's a lot of... So DNA, DNA yeah. testing, wasn't at the height at this time. So what, what we've learned in this case is that it actually took law enforcement a hot minute to get a match. It wouldn't be until two years later Oof. on her 14th birthday oh. when they actually discovered who the killer was. Um, so let's see, items left behind at the crime scene kind of were believed were the, was the perps, belongings, um, and doing. So they kind of found out from people in the area, um, that there was a guy with black Adidas, Wearing glasses and kind of in all black clothing. And upon talking to witnesses, they further learned that a black BMW 325ES. I have no idea what the fuck <laughs> that is. You were just saying numbers and letters, <laughs> but, uh, baby. Yeah. You weren't even. I have no idea. All right, well, shout-out to Kale for actually coming out here and showing me what the fuck that was. Also, it's 325, not 325. Yes, listen, not a car person. Um, Shout-out to Kale for showing me what the fuck that kind of car is. And it's a super, like, shitty, beat-up car, if if I might say so myself. I thought it was going to be like, My My daddy! daddy. (laughs) Okay. um, Fuck. Anyways, so... There had been witnesses that this car and individual was kind of sus around the area. Some people, residents, were concerned. Feather River, shortly uh, shortly before Courtney's body was found, um, they were already on high alert. I don't know what it was, but during this time, I remember um, there were a lot of kids that either went missing Runaways. Damn, really? There was a lot of, like... I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but, like, at that age, I just remember my parents, like, being so adamant, like, you don't get into this person's car, or, like, you don't go off with strangers, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's also, like... I could be totally fucking wrong, but I feel like the early 2000s were, like, peak epidemic of, like, child abductions and all of that. I... I think it probably felt like, wow, like, this is, like, the peak of things because that's really when technology True. advances started for police officers or newscasters, for some, newscasters scientists. Like, that, that's when, like, they were really able to start collecting data, gathering evidence, and, like, start linking things Absolutely. to crime. So, um, so. Once Courtney's body was found, they did the autopsy. It took eight months to collect DNA. Guess how many samples of DNA they collected off of this child. Oh, God. Full pocket. 60? 100. God, damn. But you also have to remember, she was in middle school how many friends she probably had, how many yeah. teachers probably loved her. And when you're in like middle school, you're bouncing around from classroom to classroom Absolutely. and you're sitting in the same seat as another Absolutely. kid. Absolutely. Yes. I, I don't know about you, but I, I lose me, hair. It gives me like head vibes. <laughs> the way you were touching, I got an itch now. <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, so she had over a hundred samples of DNA for possible suspects. Six months after the DNA was pulled. So after that eight months waiting period, we had another six months. Oh my god. Then we got a fucking match. And I know I said, you're like, okay, Taylor, question. The two-year mark isn't matching up. Well, it took some time to get this fucking cunt back. Par- mm. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you fuck with a 12 year old, if you. Yeah, okay. Anything, you. you're a cuntbag. Okay, yeah, to get this fucking garbage human back to California. Where was he? This asshole decided to fucking run off to New Mexico, where he was charged for a different case murder? Not murder. He was char he was on hold for like,, um, I think it was like a weapons charge. Oh, yeah, so he had like a, a, wep- a an illegal weapon. weapon on him, didn't have proper paperwork. And they had to wait for him to be extradited back to California. And as we know, California is kind of slow with law processes appeals whatever so even big ass state (laughs) yep even with him being extradited back to california this poor family the sconces still had to wait for trial oh fuck like i don't know why we keep doing cases where there's years and years in between yep now let me introduce you to the garbage human yes i have that in my notes good as you should (laughs) I'm probably going to butcher his last name, but I really don't give a fuck um, what I butcher at this point. Justin Michael Winberger. This asshole lived in El Dorado Hills. And for those of you in Rancho, we know Folsom area, El Dorado area, they got the money. They have a lot more money than Rancho did for those... Who know? We always called it the Cho, which stands for Tweakers riding their ten speeds, now, down by the light rail. So basically, like the meth head we saw yesterday, so, humping the pole. Yeah, pretty much. Got it. Much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So by all accounts, Justin's upbringing was adventurous. He had advantages. He had what many youths. Don't have, and probably never will have. Um, He grew up in a stable three-bedroom house, and his parents doted on him. And his father worked as the state attorney. Of course. Yes. Of course. You heard me. Why it took so long is because daddy was a state, worked as the state attorney, while his mother took more traditional role. She was a stay-at-home mom. Um, As a teen, Justin's life grew to be kind of in solidarity. I mean, we're all teenagers. You know, we don't want to. And I'm not saying anything he did was right at all. He's a garbage human. I'm saying that as a teen, like, I didn't want my parents to be around hanging out with me. I got shit to do. I wanted to hang out with my friends. How old was he when he committed the crime? 19. This garbage human. Was 19. <laughs> yeah. So, he more preferred company of television, internet, rather than friends or parents, which I felt kind of kind of odd because I really just wanted to be around my friends all the time. Most 19-year-olds yeah. should I mean, probably have a fucking life outside of a TV. I, yeah. I mean, my parents didn't want to give me a TV in my room because they were afraid that was what was going to happen to me, but, like... Even after I got, like, a TV in my room, I only, I was so lonely. I just wanted my friends. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Just two days prior to the horrific abduction and murder of Courtney, guess who paid garbage human Justin a visit? The FBI! Yeah, you heard me. The FBI and el dorado law enforcement were searching his frickin' home and seizing his entirety of his laptop and child pornography stuff yeah i was going to say is yeah <clears throat> 300 images alone just on his computer that that is mind boggling I have the Kiwi fucking GBs. I don't Yeah. Yeah. My, I got the goosey. Yeah, yeah. I I don't understand and I don't want to understand that type of mind frame ever. Ever. No, and it's, I mean even like seeing it on a day-to-day basis in like the shit we do, the you hear the number and you're like, wow. So, according to my dad, because my dad very much knew this case, um, you know, Justin's dad's district attorney, he was out on bail when his shit got seized. For what? More child porn? More child porn and having a gun without proper documentation. Oh, my fucking God. So, he was already out on bond. When FBI how the fuck do you two days after you're out on bond you collect 300 more photos of shit that was 300. Oh, yes f- yes Oh, <laughs> like, what? my God what the fuck like okay this is how the fuck do you even get child porn back then like I'm sure there, I'm, I, like, I, I'm sure there I'm sure, I'm sure there, there were ways. ways obviously there were ways but like I just don't want to know no don't don't inform me i I, we're good (laughs) don't hit me up. (laughs) don't hit me up don't (laughs) message me you don't need to slide into those dms for any of that um but i know so on let's see where was i some believe that due to his child Mm. pornography collection being seized prompted him to act on his Impulses and committing this heinous fucking crime. Do you know if he had any like mental shit? I mean, obviously you have to have some mental shit. uh, I think, I think his mental shit was undocumented or he wasn't checked out. When I did my research, I couldn't find any documentation that his frontal lobe had been injured because I was like, (laughs) this bitch must have a frontal lobe injury. (laughs) He did not have a frontal lobe injury. Um, there was no documents of him seeking out behavioral health services. And, I mean, that's also... That's not surprising in the sense of, like... And it's the early 2000s. It's the early 2000s, and also you have to think, his youth records up until the age of 18 are sealed. Sealed, yeah. For for his protection, even though he shouldn't have any protection at this point when committing No, was crime. God, no. Um, so, the... 19 year old that had bought a gun the same day Courtney's disappearance. Did she He went out and bought another gun. Um many believe that this is due to his stuff being thrown away and that he lost his gun that he had already being arrested that first time. However, There's a frickin' video, and I scoured the internet for it, because I saw it, I think it was on 60 Seconds. 60 Minutes? 60 Minutes, that shit, right there. (laughs) That, that's what's up. Um, Thank you. And in the interview, he, he explained on why he did what he did, whatever. And he stated that, like, he did not buy a gun that day, that he just saw her walking circled around, pulled up beside her and told her, I have a gun, get in my car now. And, I don't know, 12-year-old girl, if someone tells me they got a gun, I'm probably going to get in the car. Yeah. Like, I'm probably going to get in the car like she did. I don't know until I was in that situation. After committing this horrific murder of Courtney Sconce, he fled to New Mexico. Like, immediately after? Yeah. Did they... I don't know if you found this, but did they have... Bitch, get out of here. <laughs> did they have, um? like, her time of death? Like, how quickly after she was in the car did she... Did he kill her? So, she was only... GFC. She was only missing for about two hours, like right. I said. Um, and with those two hours of her missing, she was dead for about an hour. Oh. Fuck. So she quite, they quite literally, she died, and then they found her within an hour. Which, I could not imagine what those parents went through. No, um, I don't even... I don't want to imagine, and I just, I remember um, every time we'd pass her house, pass her street, at the corner, there was always ribbit, yellow and blue ribbons Balloons, Mm. teddy bears, candles. There was so much stuff. And, you know, as a kid, rumors spread. Right. So what we heard when we were in school is that Courtney Sconce was abducted from her window. Oh. Yeah. She was not abducted for her window. That's what I had thought looking up this case because this is what we grew up with the fear with is that we were going to end up tragically like Courtney so we as kids we oh yeah she got snatched out of her window she did not she was pretty much threatened and said get in the fucking car or I'm gonna shoot you and she got in that man's car that makes a lot in more daylight yeah daylight that makes a lot more sense to me though because like when we were going over like cases of what we were gonna do and like what we were finding interesting you told me that you thought Courtney had been abducted out of her window, and I'm like, damn. And, and I mean, for, for like, my whole childhood, I was not yeah. allowed to sleep with my window open. It didn't matter how fucking hot it was in California. <laughs> I was not allowed to sleep with that window open. Um, in the end, ten days before what would have been Courtney Sconce's 14th birthday, her killer, Justin Michael, was sentenced to prison without the possibility of parole. This was a direct result uh, result of him pleading guilty to the charge of murder with three special circumstances of child molestation, kidnapping, and rape. In November 2001, he pled guilty in order to get out of the death penalty. Blah, blah, blah. Death, blah, blah, pen- blah. death penalty. So he took the bitch way out and decided that he didn't want death, so he... Is he in, like, a uh, maximum, or is he with, like, Gen Pop? Because if he's with Gen Pop, they are so, fucking his shit up. So when I looked at the inmate roster registry in California, in Sacramento, uh-huh. I... It's crazy. I was tripping out, because, like, it says he's released, and... Mm-hmm. And I was, like, losing my mind. I was, like, there's no fucking way. He has life without, like, he has life in prison. No parole possible. How? What happened? Yeah. Um, he is in a, he's in a, he's in a lockdown. Good. Lockdown unit. Well, actually, not good. He's probably, (laughs) they live a little bit better. Not good. I want him in Gen Pop. I'm sorry. If you're a chomo, get in. Oh, he's, he's at Folsom. He's at Folsom Prison. Well, <laughs> so shit. So most of them are in Gen Pop, but it is a lock. It is a like, like maximum lockdown prison. Well, I guess that's good. But yeah. also, I just want people to beat the fuck out of him. So, at the trial, this asshole stood in silence, with his wrists shackled to chains and his waist shackled in chains. Member of the sconce family read a statement in court and all this motherfucker said was i deserve to die no shit one might say i could still do something good with my life (laughs) but why why should i have that choice courtney had no choice because i stole that from her and this 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 I'm stunned. This garbage person had the audacity to shed a tear. Like, you, yeah. Are you kidding me? One might say you could do something good with your life. What could have Courtney Scans done with her life? What if she wanted to do something big? What if she wanted to become a professional skateboarder? Yeah. What if, what if, and what if? She could have gone to college. She yeah. was 12, and you're, you're sitting here crying boo-hoo to me. Absolutely not. And her family. Her family was in the fucking courtroom. And this is what you're going to say? Disgusting. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. If you're disgusting, you need to be called out on your shit. You do. So you're disgusting. He spoke for several minutes and was unable to offer the Sconce family Anything anything more on the the, the the solid matter of fact behind why he did what he did the sconce family was seated in the front row of the courtroom and as he explained all of his actions he stated I wish I could help everyone understand why I don't understand why it was so pointless I want ten minutes with this piece of shit fuck it five I don't even care. Don't even care. As a family member of someone who had been murdered, sorrys aren't good enough. It's I'm sorry. And, and, and to have your 12-year-old daughter be ripped away from you and all you're going to tell me is, it was pointless? Then why the fuck would you do it? Why the fuck would you do it? What gives you... The right to uh, the play right, God. The right to play God. The right to look at a 12-year-old and go, her that one. You're disgusting and I fucking hate this chomo. <clears throat> also, chomo if you don't understand is child molester. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like uh, abbreviation. Per, yeah, child predator. Also, dude. side note, do you want to know what Andy and I learned today? Hmm. That you're not technically a pedophile if you do stuff with kids over the age of 12. Do you know that there's like three different names for it? What is it? I don't know. They're really long, but they like start with like. F. Wait, what the fuck do you mean you're not a pedophile? That's well, because pedophile, the ped in it stands for like pediatrics. So it's like before the age of twelve, then you're a pedophile. And I told her, I go, I don't matter. You're a pedophile. <laughs> I'm you're a pedophile. A pedophile. <laughs> I don't give a fuck you, still <laughs> a tomo, bro. Like I don't care. Like you, what? What is I? My brain. I'm broken. <laughs> My brain is broken. My like, brain. It's broken. Was broken. Um, he will begin serving his time in a state prison. That's where he started for 10 years for the child pornography unrelated to this case. So he started at the state prison 10 years and then would start his life sentence. And that's where my brain was like, geek, 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 because I didn't see him on the inmate roster. And I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> um, I was going to make some aggressive phone calls. Just some um, static electricity in your brain? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, in response to this statement of him crying like a little bitch, the judge sentenced Justin to life in prison without the possibility of parole, like I said. Do you not know the- am if the judge said anything, because like, oh, I, oh, OK. Yeah. OK. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You should have okay. seen your face. It was so big. So the judge was pretty much like, yeah, we're putting your disgusting ass away. Like, you will never be able to have freedom ever again. Your words are ridiculous. Like, good. He basically tore this man down. Snaps. Yeah. He tore this man down. And to be honest with you, like, good. Good. <laughs> Fuck this. Um, so, he is now incarcerated, um, he, due to, like, all the other little charges and shit that he picked up, he had to serve his 10-year, he had to serve his 21-year, and then he had to serve his life sentence. (laughs) How old is he now? I, I don't know how old he is now. I I mean, technically, okay, think think about this mathematically. (laughs) Excuse me? Like, he would be about almost 40. 40, yeah. He's, like, 39, I think. 40. That was quick math. Fuck. Quick math. Quick quick snaps math for us. Snaps. All right. Um, and let's see. It's from Mark. Mark Sconce, the father of Courtney. In court, reading his victim statement for his oh, daughter. Fuck. At the, I didn't want to read all of it to you because I feel that family deserves some sense of privacy. Um. And I, I, I just, I honestly could not sit down and read a victim statement without coming to um, tears myself. But I'm going to read um, short pieces from it. In the last 15 months, I've tried to find God, because I was told He could give me comfort. I lost my faith in that, unlike my parents and my brother, because I still have not found comfort in talking to people about this. God is gone. Oh, I have fucking goosies again. That shit just hurts. Like, if you think about, like, it's more than hurt, honestly. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Mark Sconce said, doesn't matter on Justin's death. Now, 60 years, won't bring my daughter back, and therefore, it's irrelevant. Mark Sconce and his wife, Sydney, their only request was that they never ever have to see Justin's face again and honestly i think he should have died and i i know that's all that's a huge political Question. It, that's 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 a whole another conversation. I don't know. I think a lot of people, majority of people, will stand there and agree with you when you say child molesters, yeah, child murderers, yeah, any of that. They need to be put to death. I I just like honestly, and I and I get it. So my cousin's dad, he's a psychologist, and he works with. Um, he works. He worked a job where he worked with like inmates and sex offenders and trying to quote unquote rehabilitate them. Um, and I get it. You you sit there and you go, okay, this is happening to a person. What caused them to start these behaviors? Just like any drug addict that we deal with, what caused them to go down this slippery slope of heroin, methamphetamine, whatever? However, to me, you're 19 years old. You. F- Fucking did what to a 12-year-old? Yeah, bro, done. We're done with you. You have no reason to be in society anymore. I don't feel that that could could be rehabilitated. I mean, honestly... And maybe it could. Honestly, I think... I think the people, and I don't... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're sociopaths, right? That they don't feel any emotion, but they can fake the emotion? Yeah, sociopaths can fake emotion. I think he's a sociopath. I think a majority... Of these types of people are sociopaths because they are, they're groomers. So they fake that emotion towards you. They are, they, it just disgusts me. Ready for the next heartbreak? No. Sconce's mother, Sydney, read a, read two poems (sighs) written by her eldest daughter, Ashley, 15 at the time who still has nightmares about her sister's death. Oh, fuck. I feel untold guilt because I couldn't. I didn't protect her from what happened that day, Sidney Scott said. Because of Justin, she will never get to see her daughter go to prom, graduate from school, hold her own children. No matter what punishment Justin gets, my Courtney Hannah will not come back. But one thing that cannot be taken away from me is something Courtney used to tell me often. Quote, I love you infinity, Mom. End quote. Oh, fuck Did you break your heart me. yet? <laughs> Fucking fuck on, on verge of tears. On verge of tears. Well, I have a little sister, right? And we... They were very similar ages. And... Uh, Close. I just... I cannot imagine mm-hmm. losing my sister like that. And the guilt I would feel. Even if she's away at college in something a happens. totally different state. Doesn't matter. And something happens, I'm going to feel Broken. guilty of Broken. shit. Why weren't you there? Sure. Absolutely. And my heart goes out. To the Sconce family, I know it's about, what, 20, almost 22 years years later, 21 years later, whatever, like, I'm sure that wound is still fresh, that wound has never closed, and I'm sure they think about her every day, and that's why I really wanted to do hers, because, one, I don't think any other podcast I've listened to has had Courtney Scones, and maybe it's because it's a small town kind of vibe and it was only you know one girl but one girl's too many one girl's too many and I still think that Courtney Sconce deserves to be talked about and deserves to have some type of justice because she's a a beautiful girl who gave life to this world and will be missed Mm. that is the story of Courtney Sconce And I hope her family gets some type of peace in the end. And I hope Justin dies. Because Justin had...
1: All the wrong wrong answers. answers.